What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Stay in Philly Sports History for October 22nd, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Once again, we got a big show. It's a good day. Happy Victory Sunday. Happy Kelly Green Sunday. Whatever you want to call it. Game Day Sunday. Whatever. It's here. It's going to be a nice week this week, too. I saw we're planning on having a little party here on Saturday. And it's supposed to be 76. Uh, it's supposed to be three or four days in the 70s this week. So nice little uh, brief little reminder of fall before it starts getting cold. But the big news is the Phils. And to me, this is a team that is on the verge of greatness. And for as bad as the past two games were, um, and I don't necessarily think it's bad that they lost the two games. It was the way they lost them, where uh, you had the ninth inning walk off against Kimbrel, uh, and then Kimbrel kind of blown it again the other night. So I think it was more so the way they lost because again, you get to the the NLCS and the the team you're playing is going to be a good team. You might be a better team than them, but they're going to be a good team. And I think this is what we're seeing. And ultimately, this team, and this is where they're different than last year, this team knows how to really turn the switch when their backs are against the wall. We've seen it so many times with some of those comebacks. We saw it in the Braves series. We, we, we saw it yesterday. And Wheeler is a big game, big money pitcher. Uh, he came out when they needed him the most through seven innings. I think he had like eight Ks and just other than the home run, I mean, he, he was flawless. And that's what you need from your ace. And that was what the bullpen needed. Uh, they were able to come in and, and, and shut it down. But more importantly, the offense gave him some help. So they gave the bullpen some help. They allowed them to rest some of those guys that needed to be rested. And now everybody has a day off today. They come back to Philly tomorrow uh, looking to close it out. But Wheeler is just a stud. Uh, Bryce Harper, is uh, he's a clutch money player as well. And, and I think that's important. So, so many times in the history of Philadelphia sports, we've had great players who regular season uh, come up and, and were – phenomenal put up ridiculous numbers but then when it came clutch time they didn't necessarily get it done uh, i'm looking at a lot of the andy reed era eagles and i know donovan is one of them and i gotta be honest i mean brian dawkins for the most part too and like he kind of was eh, okay in the playoffs um, and i know people love brian dawkins and that could be sacrilegious but he, he didn't strike me as a guy that really stepped it up uh you look at joe that's the biggest issue with him right now. When he gets down in the playoffs, he, he's not able to elevate his his game. But Bryce Harper and Zach Wheeler right now, and they're the two guys, that the cogs, that kind of start this off. But then you got JT who's clutch, and they feed off of that. And that's why I feel like this team is really I, – I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. I told you yesterday I came on here with a, this, the glimpse of old Philly. Um, it's – we're getting ready to head into the holiday season. It was the ghost of Philly sports past I was suffering from. But I think last night I was visited by the ghost of Philly sports future, and the future is bright. I, I just I love the way that this team responded in a must, truthfully, a must-win game. And to come out and do it the way they did it, there's no chance they're losing that game tomorrow. No chance whatsoever. They might they might score 10 runs again because uh, the crowd's going to be pumped up. 
ready to be back behind them again. This team is going back to the World Series, and it's looking like we might actually play uh, a rematch against the the Astros. We'll know more about that tonight. But great win by the Phillies. I, I just feel that it. This team is is there's something about this team. I can't put my finger on it, but they're on the verge of something great. Uh, and the way they responded was phenomenal. So we will take it. And if they do get to the top of the mountaintop and become the the, the great team that I think they're going to believe or be, you got to believe. You got to go to phillygoat.com and get those those Philly shirts. And whether it's the Believe, uh, Red October. Whatever they got, go to phillygoat.com. Start stocking up now, getting ready for the World Series. Uh, whatever you got, whatever you need, they have. Union are getting ready to start the playoffs. Sixers start this week. Flyers are playing out of their minds right now. Uh, the Eagles have a big game tonight too, uh, Kelly Green Day. So just go get your gear from phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off. Phillygoat.com. It's it's a hell of a time to be be a Philly fan. That's all I have to say. Like I said, the ghost of Philadelphia sports future visited me last night, and I liked what I saw. Uh, Union suffered a 2-1 loss last night to New England, and I got to wonder how much they, they really tried because it was kind of like they were almost uh, – I guess they could have gotten the third seed if they won, but they will play New England in the best of three with the home field advantage. So – just another rematch, another Philly New England playoff. Uh, this is one of our biggest rivals, so they will get kicked kicked off here soon. They have the wild card round uh, coming up, but uh, Union will try to get back to the MLS Cup again. Uh, Sixers news: no real updates as they're prepping for the season. It was all quiet on the James Harden front. Something that broke the other day that I I missed and I wanted to say was uh, Andre Iguodala retired. And didn't really have uh, a great career as a Sixer. I mean, he was a solid guy. Uh, he was one of those guys that left and went on to do great things elsewhere. Uh, but he was one of the answers for uh, who could be Allen Iverson's teammate. And it just never really worked out. Um, but uh, congrats on your retirement, Andre. Uh, thanks for your, your years in Philly. Um, he won a championship with somebody else, though. So whatever. All right, Flyers lost in overtime to the Dallas Stars, but what a game and what a, an effort from this young team. Uh, it was a wild game. They got down early. They battled back, scored three shorthanded goals. Uh, they did get the point, but these are the types of moments and types of games that is going to help this team moving forward. And, I mean, it's very, very early. But, I mean, they're, they're top of the Metropolitan Division right now, so... Who knows what can happen? There's a lot of older teams in their division. Maybe they could kind of sneak in there. Uh, we'll see. But again, this is one of those games where, yes, they got the point too, but it's kind of one of those moral and, and learning uh, steps and, and learning games for them. Uh, but again, it I'll take it. All right, uh, Eagles, let's talk about this game today. And if I'm being honest, I've, I've been back and forth on this game um, all week. But as I'm starting to see and, and really dove in, I, I wanted to be very educated for this one. Usually I just go by feel. Um, but, I mean, if you break it down, 
The Eagles have the parts they need on defense back. I mean, yes, they are fast. I I, want to see how Sean Desai game plans against this Dolphins explosive offense. But it's going to come down to our defensive line. If they can get pressure on Tua and stop the running game and really force them and and really whatever uh, matchup they want to play in the secondary, I think it gives the Eagles the advantage. And... I really, like I said, the fact that Jalen Carter is coming back is huge. We need to get pressure from the line. We need to make him feel uncomfortable back there. And that's going to be huge to the entire game. If that doesn't happen, he could really pick us apart. Uh, Offensively, I I mean, the Dolphins' defense is not that good. And I looked at the teams they played, and the teams that they played have put up points against them. I mean, uh, San Diego put up... L.A. Chargers put points against them. Buffalo put up points against them. Denver scored 20 points in that game, uh, even though they gave up 70. The Giants put up 16, and they're terrible on offense. So it's kind of one of those things like I – and I'm just going to say, I don't think the Dolphins are as good as everybody thinks they are. Looking at the schedule and the teams they've played – They've had sort of, and Carolina was the other one. Carolina put up 20 points against them, and they had a rookie quarterback. So I don't think they're as good as everybody says. I just don't think they've played anybody. And when they have played somebody, the Bills put a beating on them. They played a good defense, and the Bills were able to put a beating on them. Bills have a good offense. We have a good defense. We have a good offense. They only beat uh, New England. Yes, it's a division game by a touchdown. Um, they only scored 24 points against them. They gave up 17 points to Mac Brown or Mac Jones, and he's terrible. So th- there's a little bit of, I'm thinking and in diving into this, a little bit of smoke and mirrors with this Dolphins team. And yes, that offense is explosive. Yes, if you're not careful, you could get burnt. Tyreek Hill is a phenomenal player. Don't get me wrong. But I think this comes down to two things. One, our defense putting pressure onto it, which I already said. The other thing is, and I've, I've seen some people talking about this, but I, I just knowing the makeup of Jalen Hurts and just how he sort of – the way his mind works and the way he does things, he did not forget that he got benched for Tua in the national championship game, then lost his starting spot to him the next year. Even though he had a phenomenal record, had all the stats to prove it, Saban went with Tua over Hurts. Jalen Hurts did not forget about this. Trust me. He's got that mindset like Kobe Bryant and and Michael Jordan where you you see the meme all the time from the last dance. And I took that personally. I think Jalen Hurts took that personally. And he just kind of stews on that and uses it as motivation. You don't think he's going to co- try to come out and throw for 350 and four touchdowns? Tua, you got, you're having a, a historic offensive year? Hold my beer. I think you're going to see the best Jalen Hurts game we've ever seen today because of the way he, he reacts and the way he does things. I look for him to just do it all and be everything. And I think the pressure our defense is going to put on Tua, I don't think I, I, I don't think the, the Dolphins can keep up with our offense. How's that? Uh, the line right now is Eagles minus three. Hammer the Eagles minus three. We're, we're four and four right now on our bets, but hammer the Eagles minus three. I, I think they win this by 10 points. 
And I know that sounds crazy, but I I think you're going to see a a very motivated Jalen Hurts. I think you're going to see a defensive line that everybody's like, oh, talking about how great this Dolphins offense is. You're going to see a team that's coming out. It's a Kelly Green game. You don't think that crowd is going to be fired up tonight? Come on now. No way they lose the Kelly Green game. No way Jalen Hurts loses to Tua. He's got a little something to prove, a little payback for Tua. Eagles by 10. I I, I see like a 34-24 game, something like that. And honestly, I think the the spread was – or the over-under was 51. Um, I I, I think this is – actually, let me see what the spread is. Hold on one second. I don't want to give you false information, but I just – 51 and a half. I think this game flies over, and I think the Eagles do most of the scoring. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles beat them by by two touchdowns. I I just don't see a Kelly Green game. Jalen Hurts with something to prove. Defense getting a little bit disrespected because of this thing. Desai coming out and saying, you know what? Let's do this. I look for the Eagles. Take the Eagles minus three. That's my official pick. There you go. Maybe I'm being maybe I'm drinking the Kelly Green Kool-Aid. I don't know, but that's what I'm thinking. Um, but don't forget to check out my buddies over the Clashing Conferences podcast. Great episode this week. There's a little bit of Donovan McNabb slander, a little talk of Carson Wentz. Uh, so be sure to check out the Clashing Conferences podcast wherever you get your podcast as well as on YouTube. But today We're going to go back to 2006, and on this day in 2006, the Eagles lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down in Tampa 23-21, but this was no ordinary game. First and foremost, Rondé Barber had two pick sixes, and add that to the one he had in 2002, that's where when we were talking about his Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony earlier this season, that's why he said, oh, I'm I'm an Eagles killer, they hate me there. Yeah, we don't like you, Rondé, we get it. Um, F that guy, like Randy Barber, whatever, but it's all in good fun. Um, so Randy Barber had the game of his life and even with all of that and Donovan just kind of struggling and the offense kind of struggling for most of the game, I, I vividly remember this game once I was doing the research, Brian Westbrook scored a 52 yard touchdown, ran for 52 yards with 33 seconds left to put the Eagles up 23 or, um, 21, 16, I guess it was no 21, 20. Ah, so here comes the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back down. Matt Bryan hit a 62-yard field goal with time expiring. At the time, it was the second longest field goal ever. I remember saying, there's no way we're going to lose on a 62-yard field goal. Well, sure enough, Matt Bryan hit the 62-yard field goal to give the Bucs the 23-21 lead. After the defense played phenomenal, uh, if you think about it, they scored 23 points, and, and 14 of them were from Rondé Barber bringing, bringing back Donovan's interceptions. Uh, Donovan, that game, puked, literally puked in the huddle. Uh, he, he did go 23 for 35, 302 yards, three touchdowns, uh, but also three interceptions. Um, 76 rushing yards, uh, just, just one of those. He tried to do it all and just could not do it. Um, that year was the the year he tore his ACL. They went, they were five and five when he tore his ACL in week eleven. Jeff Garcia came in and led them to the division. Um, they went ten and six. They beat the Giants, and that was the uh, Sheldon Brown hit on Reggie Bush playoff year. Uh, but on this day, 
it was the Eagles losing to the Buccaneers 23-21 on a Matt Bryant 62-yard field goal as time was expiring. Um, Just a, a brutal way to lose that game. All right, if your car is anything like the back of mine, then you know what I'm going to say now. It's a mess. Kids leave their trash, whatever, anywhere, everywhere, and it's just, it's disgusting. That's where Car Can comes in. Car Can is a trash can that fits right on the back of your seat. Your kids can put their trash in there. It might take a while for them to get used to not throwing it on the floor, but just get them to throw it in there. Um, it, it's a great product. It's a cooler uh, if you're going on a long trip, you can throw their drinks in there, some cheese sticks, some yogurts, whatever you want. Um, just be careful with the yogurt because, again, if your kids are like mine, you're going to get yogurt all over your back seat. I uh, can use it for storage. You name it, you can use it. It's very versatile. Uh, go to their website, carcan.com. They have all types of storage and organization things for your car, stuff for the trunk, Um cup holders uh pick up a little bit of everything they make great gifts and if you go now and use the promo code jim montgomery 20 off you get 20 percent off of your order that's carcan.com promo code jim montgomery 20 off for 20 percent off of your order again it makes a great christmas birthday holiday whatever present that's carcan.com promo code jim montgomery 20 off all right Today is one of those days we're going uh, with one of my picks for future Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame people. And this one might be a little bit of a stretch, might be sort of me seeing that ghost of Philly sports future. Um, But I'm going with Danny Briere. And as a player, not so much. Uh, He played six years, 124 goals, 159 assists. uh, Very kind of pedestrian in his Flyers' regular season career. However, when it came to the playoffs, he was a stud. Uh, He's seventh all-time in Flyers' history with points and goals. Tenth in assists, and he only played in 68 playoff games. So he went beast mode when the playoffs started. I don't think that is what gets him into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame, though. I think as the general manager of this Flyers team, he's going to get some things done. He's going to be the guy that leads them to a Stanley Cup playoff or Stanley Cup championship. And I I mean, I've been telling you how high I am on the Flyers and the future of this team. I think Danny Briere brings just enough of that old school Flyer mentality, the good old boy network with like the modern sort of analytical and like, hey, this is what the NHL is, so this is how we need to adapt and what we need to do, that he is going to get the most out. And Flyers fans are going to love what he's done. You're already seeing it now with this team, and this is supposed to be a rebuilding year. And that team is the way they're playing together. They're they're a fun team. They're, they're definitely a fun team to watch. So I feel Danny Briere... And the other three I've talked about so far were shoe-ins. Uh, obviously, Kelsey, Harper, and Joe will be in at some point. Danny Briere, I think this is taking a little bit of a leap of faith, but he will get there. I think his what he's going to do for these Flyers and how they're going to grow and how they're going to win under his tutelage as GM, he's going to get them there. And that's where I'm going to go. And then you throw in the fact that he was beast mode in the playoffs – 
And there's there's your case for Danny Briere for the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. Let me know what you think. I know this could be a, a controversial one. So let me know. Does Danny Briere belong in the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame? Oh, eventually, will he get there? Is he the answer the Flyers have been looking for? Um, and I, I'm, I'm high on them. It's a leap of faith. But I, I feel he, the best is yet to come for this team. Uh, and he's going to definitely take them to the promised land. Um, but on this day, back in 2006, the Eagles lost to the Buccaneers 23-21 on a 62-yard field goal from Matt Bryant as time expired after Brian Westbrook took it 52 yards to the house with 33 seconds left. Eagles-Dolphins tonight, Kelly Green game. No chance the Eagles lose that game. I'm telling you right now, no chance. And if, I, if I'm wrong, I'll lead off the show tomorrow with I was wrong. But I don't think there's any way. I really, really don't. You throw in the crowd, the Kelly Green, and the fact that Jalen Hurts has a little bit of a, a revenge factor with Tua. I, I look for him to have his best game as an Eagle. And I mean, that's I'm putting that out there. Dolphins are not that good. Sorry, Dan. Laces out. Um, but Eagles minus three is our official our official bet. Phil's get a much-needed day off, look to take it home and, and clinch that ticket to the World Series tomorrow. But I'm telling you, this team is on the brink of greatness. Maybe I just had a – I don't know. Maybe I'm still drunk from yesterday. I don't know. But I saw the ghost of Philadelphia sports future, and the future is bright. Go enjoy this beautiful Sunday. You have a full day of probably going to the Apple Orchard and, and picking pumpkins and all that other good stuff before the Eagles game tonight. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Sunday. And until next time, go Birds.